Ichvod Harav El Presidente and to everybody who came to the amazing Fabregan last night, to all the new faces, and of course to Robert Koptia for uh, hosting it in his back, his awesome backyard. Uh, it's really special. There's an incredible documentary. I think it's on Netflix. I watched it a couple of months ago. It's called The Rescue, and it's about a group of these heroic cave divers. Cave diving is like a niche sport, sort of, so to speak. People go into these dark, cramped caves and they dive into the water within the cave. And it's, it's just this crazy thing. And you wonder, why would someone do something like that? It's insane, it's crazy, and it's extremely dangerous. Well, you never know when your skills, your interests, your passions, or the things that you think make you weird may actually come in real dire handy. Because this group of elite cave divers from around the world were recruited to save a boys soccer team and their coach in Thailand who were trapped in a cave for days. First, the cave divers had to figure out exactly where in the cave the team was. We're not talking about like a, like a cave, just like one little like room. It's this vast network of tunnels, huge, massive thing. So they had to figure out, okay, where within this network of tunnels are these boys, the soccer team and the coach, where are they situated? Eventually, the divers found where the boys were. They discovered them. They were diving through the cave, finding, figuring out where they could possibly be. And they were shocked when they saw this, this team. The boys were emaciated, like skeletons. They had barely eaten anything in days. And while they were surrounded by water, the water isn't drinkable water. So they couldn't really drink. On top of that, the divers measured the air quality of the room the boys were in, the cave that they were in, and the amount of carbon dioxide in the air was at fatal levels. So if the boys were going to stay there for a few more days, that's it, it's over. What they were really shocked by, the divers, was how utterly relaxed the boys were. Total zen, even beyond zen. They were almost happy. They were chilling. And the coach, a 25-year-old man, he was doing meditation with the boys throughout their stay in the cave. Imagine a group of American kids. They go three minutes without their iPhone, without their iPad. Bedlam. These kids were, were content. And the divers all felt that had these boys, had they not been in such a positive state of mind, had they been stressed, they would not have made it. They would have been dead when they found them. And it really can make you understand how the Vilna Gaon only slept for two hours a day in like 30-minute increments, and he ate the bare minimum. And yet he was said to have looked relatively strong and stocky and vigorous. The mind is the most powerful thing there is. 99% of the ills we have in life, physical or mental or spiritual or whatever, the negative feelings that we have are a result of perception, comparing ourselves, measuring ourselves. And sometimes... Such a thing, measuring ourselves, it can be healthy, but it can also be destructive because what's most at stake is our individuality, which we lose when we're constantly measuring ourselves, trying to be what our friends and influencers on social media are portraying themselves to be instead of working to discover who we really are. Trying to be homogenous, just like everybody else. And we're in this Zaman of the Omer, as we've talked about, a Zaman of Teshuvah, of being Makarev, personal spiritual growth. Because it's a time when Kal Yisrael went from slavery to ultimate freedom. Accepting the yoke of Torah. At Matan Torah. 
And at Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim, Hashem gave us a matnas chinam, total unearned reward. He saved us from the Egyptians. Were we on the level to be saved? Absolutely not. But Hashem propped us up. He performed unprecedented wonders and miracles. Then by Matan Torah, Hashem gave us the Torah and said, now you have to go and make it your own. Figure it all out now. I'll be here to guide you, but now you have to do all the heavy lifting. I'm not going to do the heavy lifting anymore. The Torah is freedom. It's so many rules. Says the German philosopher Eric Fromm, freedom isn't freedom from something. It's freedom towards something. Because freedom to do literally anything you want, it's not, it's not really freedom. Freedom without a purpose is not even just meaningless, it's destructive. Says the Indian poet Tagore that a human is like a violin string. When it's tied tight enough, you can make beautiful music. But when it's completely loose, you can't get any music from it. Why is it that mitzvot, when we first do them, it's the best feeling ever? When we first come in closer, we're riding that wave, we're high on feeling close to Hashem and the Torah. And it's so enjoyable, but then eventually you get sick of them. Eventually, everything becomes rote. And you just do it because it's part of your routine. And it's really an obvious question, but really it shouldn't be that way. Because a mitzvah is supposed to bring you closer to Hashem. So if I get closer to Hashem, each time the mitzvah, you're doing a mitzvah, uh, you should feel even greater. You should feel amazing. So the Baal Shem Tov answers the question with a muscle. Imagine a baby just learning to walk. It says the Berdechever, you can learn from a baby no matter how many times you fall down, you, you get back up again because the baby's trying to walk. It's always falling down and getting back up. But anyway, the Baal Shem Tov says, it's a natural condition of a human being is it's to strive and to try to achieve. And we lose that when we get older and we get exposed to other influences. But Hashem hardwired in us the desire to go and do and accomplish. So a child learning to walk, initially the parent guides the child. And eventually the parent one day decides to, to let go when the child is strong enough and ready. And the child is thrown by this initially, but the parents want the child to make, for the child to make it on his own or her own. Now it's time for you to do it yourself, say the parents. This, says the Baal Shem Tov, is the way Shuva is. Initially, you're far from Hashem. You can't, so to speak, walk on your own. So Hashem props you up when you start to try to become a Karev, and everything feels incredible. Every Shabbos, every Shir, every time you learn Torah, it's the sweetest thing you ever tasted. Then the Abishter says, you're strong enough now, go and make it on your own. And then at that point, regaining that euphoria you had when Hashem was holding you up is much more difficult. When someone has struggles in Avodah Hashem, not only is this not an indication that you're, so to speak, bad, but on the contrary, says the Baal Shem Tov over here, it means you're ready to reach a new plateau. When you have that feeling of, okay, everything's rote, that's because, yeah, you're past what previously made you feel incredible. It's not, it's, it's not doesn't do it for you anymore. Now you have to go and, and strive even higher. Says in the Tiva Shalom, Teshuvah isn't just about saying, I'm sorry for doing wrong. When you do Teshuvah, you become a complete Bria Chadasha, a new creation entirely. Teshuvah was built into the DNA of the earth, as we mentioned in the past. Says the Gemara, Teshuvah was one of the seven things created before the universe. So therefore, failure and then growth through failure is the name of the game. And this was Matan Torah. We were newborns, Brios Chadashim, and we were held up by Hashem through miracles we didn't yet deserve. And then at Matan Torah, Hashem gave us the Torah and said, go and figure it out. Make it your own. Says the Shem Shmuel, why did Rabbi Akiva's students die in such a horrible plague? Because they didn't appreciate each other's individuality, he says. They perceived the person next to them as just another carbon copy. They didn't see the unique neshama. 
the unique skill set and superpowers that that person has, that every person has inherent in them. So Bezrat Hashem, we should really be matzliach on this journey of figuring out how to go ahead and make the Torah our own, how to grasp our chilek, our portion in the Torah, and then run with it. Everybody should have an amazing Shabbos.